Hey everyone, my name's Les and welcome to the third episode of UK Mets podcast, Mets Across the Pod. And tonight I'm joined uh, again by David and Tracy. Sadly, we're down one person tonight as we are in fact pedgeless. <laughs> so <laughs> Joe will be with us in spirit, no doubt, and we'll certainly get to her bits later on. But uh, we are down one person. So how are you guys doing and what you've been up to? Uh, David, what have you been up to lately? Cool, not a lot, just working really, really hard. Yep, And here. Not, not really putting too much into all the the trade rumours to be honest so mm-hmm. um just chilling and waiting for it all to happen <laughs> yeah and i guess it'll probably happen all in one go that's yep. the way it's like last year it's shaping up yep. uh tracy how about you how are you getting on um i've been doing fine been keeping our twitter nice and updated and yes and yes yeah. you've, <laughs> <laughs> you've done <laughs> I, if anybody obviously doesn't know this tracy's already done three sheets for this podcast night of a rundown <laughs> I went through half a ream of paper printing this stuff off. <laughs> this is why I have my laptop in front of me. No oh, paper wastage here. <laughs> ready to Google. <laughs> oh, yes. Good, good. Uh, right. Uh, our first thing to do is look at the trade rumors and stuff. So, obviously, the biggest rumor at the moment has been Noah Syndergaard. And will he want he? Uh, what do you guys think of that? Uh, David, what do you think of the Lewis Syndergaard possibly getting traded? Will he, won't he? Uh, well, at the moment, anything's possible, but it's just all media speculation, really, at the end of the day. And um, no, I hope he doesn't go. We want to keep him. Absolutely. But, uh, um, it's just all rumours. I, I, I'm, I'm not putting too much in any anything. That I mean, people are just finding stuff to write about it at the moment. And uh, at the moment, he's a Met, and that's it at the moment. For me, I hope he stays. Tracy, what do you reckon on the whole Noah Syndergaard situation? I really, really don't want him to go. I'm a total Noah fan girl. And with those locks, who wouldn't be? But <laughs> I hope that wherever he ends up, he ends up happy. And I hope he ends up happy as a Met. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Now, my personal thoughts on are. I don't think he'll go. I think what's happening here is the Mets are putting a lot of irons into the fire, so to speak. Uh, and then sometime through the winter when free agency gets rounded up or whatever, they'll start pulling a few irons out. Uh, I think it's only a possibility if we don't pick up in free agency that the people that we need, that he'll mm-hmm. go. And it's only for major league-ready talent. Uh, I did hear Andy Martino on SNY uh, podcast about talking about a possible trade uh, for Jan Gomes in Cleveland, maybe yeah. throwing in Nemo and Conforto, uh, and maybe bringing another pitcher across. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, he reckons it's sixty percent of a possibility at the moment, but I don't think it's even that high. He was pushed on that though. He, yeah, he was, he was pushed to give that percentage. I don't know if he really truly believes that. No, I, I think it's as the guys say it's a lot of clickbait at the minute and a lot of rumours and so on. That's and. I don't think we should completely rule it out because obviously no. pitch, starting pitching is one of our strong points. And if we need to go that direction, because it hasn't worked the last couple of years uh, of trying to build up the lineup for it, maybe we should. But I honestly don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it hasn't worked because the bats have let us down. But yeah. That's, and, what, that's what we need to sort out. Let's try and, to get. Until to... Um, the ink is dry, nothing is certain. Yeah. Mm. Until we get to spring, even then, spring training, because it was so late last year. With everything starting uh, with the whole free agency thing, uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, any trade rumors? Any of you guys have heard about? 
Uh, I've heard about the Robbie Cano interest. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually seen this one myself, so... Um, there's apparently been talks with the Mariners, but personally, I, I'm not... I mean, before this season, yes, he was very good, but he was suspended 80 games last season mm -hmm. under the uh, joint drug agreement. And we've just got rid of one person that was... Uh, yes, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we really want another? Yeah, I don't think so. Plus, uh, Cano's getting on in years as well. I think we, I don't think we want to go that direction again. Yeah, he's 36 want, now. Yeah, we need to be getting younger, not older. Uh, and we have younger. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think we want to give up any of that there just to fit him into the lineup or or any position on the for on the what field. possibly one season if that. Yeah, exactly. It would be a like a, a Granderson kind of deal. Only we got more out of Granderson than probably what we hoped we would get. So but I definitely don't think uh Cano's the way to go. Mm. Uh so any other trade action there you guys? No. Uh, I haven't I'm not really um I've not really seen much else other than the talk about Thor and uh, yeah. Canoe today. Uh, I, th I think I think that's definitely the biggest news around is the Thor thing. Nobody else yeah. seems to be really. Well, there's much. the odd talk about Jacob de Grom, but nothing. I've not heard anything mm -hmm. really serious about it yet. No, I have a funny feeling that he's going to be our guy now, and I think they're going to sign him. Yeah, I really do. Well, that leads on nicely to our next segment. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so Jake and his new agent. Now, he's with still CAA, so I don't see it as a big change. Uh, I know Brody Van Wagenen has excused himself from any talks as far as contract goes, as he's concerned, but I don't think it's going to make that big a difference, to be honest. No, it, it's good to see that he stayed with the same agency, gives him a bit of consistency, and we've already got a relationship with them as a team. So I see that as a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and obviously, as I say, like, I've heard that, uh, listening to other podcasts and things, that he is the Mets guy now and that we are going to sort of build around him yeah. over the future. Um, yeah, absolutely. And his, his, his new agent is Jeff Berry, and he, he's quite a hard-nosed um, guy, <laughs> CNA, isn't he? So, uh, yeah. so he will be fighting hard to get the best deal for Jacob. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, we've got um, Brody. So yeah, I'm sure they'll and, uh, come to an agreement. I I don't think the Mets will be in any hurry though, because uh, he's still what we got two years still yeah. on him. Uh, he's 30, so I don't think the Mets will be in any hurry to extend at this stage. I think if it happens around mid-season, even towards the latter part of the season, that's fine. Uh, but I don't see it happen imminently. Imminent, no. And of course, none soon. of this is going to get thrashed out until December anyway. Um, so we just yeah. need to take a chill pill. Have a yes. beer, a glass of wine, yep. and just you know, <laughs> let other people worry about that at the top. See what happens. But I, I did see a, a very cool picture, and it was of Jacob de Grom sat in the dugout, sort of turned to the side and smiling. And it reminds me of a picture I saw of David Wright sat in exactly the same position. So, keying him up for captain? Yeah. The only problem with a, a, pitch, a starting pitcher being skipper uh, is he only ever play once every five days. So yeah, but he seems to be a good right. presence in the dugout as well. Mm. 
yeah, I think his professionalism and his and his willingness to learn. Uh, I've heard like some of the stuff he's picked up from Dave Island, where some pitchers maybe wouldn't at his age would stop trying to pick up stuff that he's been basically lapping it up, and he wants to learn more and more constantly. Yeah. And he's always asking for opinions on how to get better, and even though he's like, I really want to say young now, he's still looking to try and get better, which is incredible yeah. professionalism. Yes. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm assuming you guys might be able to know more about that. Is, is he well respected in the dressing room? Sorry, locker room. What they call it uh, in the states? Yeah, yeah, clubhouse. Yes, clubhouse. Yes, definitely. I mean, and he's going to be there so. every day anyway, and he's going to be rallying the troops. So I think that'd be a good thing if they made him captain. Any other suggestions for captain? Uh, the problem is a lot of our guys are still yeah. quite young. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'll necessarily announce a captain even this season. Yeah, because uh, David's captains still... are quite, yeah, yeah, still on the, still be in the roster for a while yet. So, oh, David. And captains yeah, in sorry, baseball. <laughs> what was that? Little sob. Carry on. was that? <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Yeah, baseball captains are less of a, an important thing. Because uh, the catcher would take a lot of that yeah. role anyway, through the, naturally, through the position. Uh, so they may not even announce a captain for one, maybe a few years until somebody steps up, like say a Nemo or a Conforto to stay at the club. I don't think there's a, a natural heir to David at the moment. No. <laughs> Def- definitely not. Uh, David was one of them. Yeah. So he was. That's, he's, a, he's a generational player. Oh, we- that's the bottom line, and David. But going back to Jacob Degrom, we do have to congratulate him on his Cy Young Award because we've not we've we've touched on it, but we haven't actually done it. So congratulations, yeah. Jacob. Yes, from Woo! all of us fans in the UK. As we said before, never in Hello. doubt. Yep. Uh, and what did you guys think of? Uh, it wasn't unan- unanimous. Uh, a lot of people were saying it should have been. Uh, any of you guys got a thought on <laughs> no, that? No, uh, it d- doesn't matter. Absolutely doesn't matter. No, I thought uh, uh, I was actually quite nervous. I was just glad yeah. he got it. <laughs> uh, just, and I never, never normally get involved or worry too much about these individual awards. But when I was sitting watching that that night, I was getting quite nervous for him. Yeah, when it's out, and sets you up for it. It all of a sudden does matter. Um, yeah, and uh, no, it didn't matter that he had that one vote go against him. And apparently, the one vote hasn't actually watched that much baseball this season, so I wouldn't put too much credence on it. And I think it was San Diego, wasn't he? So, yeah. I mean, what does he know about baseball in San Diego? <laughs> oh, controversial. <laughs> yeah. Just blasting the poor old Padres while they're down. <laughs> like, we've got that much room to talk. <laughs> You've just alienated the one guy uh, at work that I know that likes baseball, and he's a Diego, San Diego <laughs> fan. So that's him gone. Sorry, Jeff. Is that... Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> These views were my own and not that of the uh, yeah. UK Mets. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, so, uh, next up was the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Battle. And this was yours, Tracy. Do you want to fire away with that? So, what are your thoughts on first timers who are eligible? You've got Rivera, Halliday, Helton, Pettit, and Berkman. Oh, Bertman. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I would say definitely Mario Rivera. Yeah. And of course, all the talk is him going in possibly unanimously, being the first ever guy to do so. I don't see that happening. 
uh, there's always one guest. It's one of these old unwritten rules that there always has to be one guy to vote against them. <laughs> so, but he will go in. David, what do you think? Right, remember, I'm a new newbie to baseball. So most of these guys were playing before I really started paying attention. Yeah. So um, I had a quick flick through it today. And yeah, there's a lot of first timers. Um, and the, and the, it seems that the, the guys that have been in it year year after year are are all sort of wrapped up in the old ped uh, scandal mm. which seems really weird. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm not one for this, this this hall of fame thing anyway I find it a very strange concept but um <laughs> I, I I just plumped on uh, Gary Sheffield because well Sheffield England you know that's the yes. one for me yeah it's nailed on oh, he he Gary <laughs> Sheffield, <Gary> Sheffield. <laughs> he's your man he's my man <laughs> There was actually one name on the ballot, which I noticed. I oh, was and he's quite a Met, wasn't well, he? I obviously, think, I, think I saw that. Yeah, he was yeah. briefly for a few years, for a couple of years. Yeah, he was a Met. Yeah. Just the Someone with that career. and he was a Met, and his surname is Sheffield, so that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd done more beating of us when he was a Braves. Oh, so. right. <laughs> yeah. There was actually one other name on the ballot, which I noticed, which I sort of pricked my ears up with, and that was Rick Ankeel. Yes. Now, I Anybody that might not be aware of Rick Ankeel, he, he never played for the Mets. He played for the Cardinals mm-hmm. primarily. And he was a pitcher during the, the mid-90s. And he a weird thing happened to him. It's a mental thing rather than a skill thing. He had all the skill in the world. But he, he lost the ability to throw the ball in the strike zone. <laughs> there was actually a, a, a postseason game against the Mets where he could not hit the catcher. <laughs> I mean, it was like Rick, Rick Vaughn in repeat constantly in a, in a postseason game. I think it was the 95 or 96 NLCS. And this guy, he just totally lost the ability to to pitch. Uh, he went away and eventually remade himself and came back, I think, as an outfielder. Oh, wow. So he did. Yes, and he so was he briefly with but, the Mets as an outfielder in 2013. Yeah. Yeah, so he actually he could hit quite well after that. He, he taught himself to hit. He taught himself, taught himself to play the outfield. And it was an amazing sort of comeback for a guy that had completely lost the ability mentally to even play yes. the game. At the position he had played his entire life, which was yeah. really strange. So it was. So, but, but fair play to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I don't. But he's definitely not getting into the whole game. <laughs> not not with that. thing I noticed. When I was flicking through the, the various candidates. It's sort of like that. He's not going to do it. He's never going to make it. Uh, he'll probably never make it. And so, why are they even nominated then? If, if that's what they think. I don't know. Uh, I think it's just to sort of make up numbers. So they qualify for the through numbers. Just... Once they've. they've um, Retired, or uh, the, see, and they're automatically yeah, put in for it. I think it's automatically. It's after five years, you automatically put in yeah. for this, and uh, and then if you drop off the ballot, if you don't get a certain percentage of votes, right, you drop off the ballot uh, each see, time. I feel like so. I'm representing absolute bunts here tonight. I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've no understanding. <laughs> in doing pod- podcasts, we're all representing absolute <laughs> bunts. <laughs> <laughs> So we are. Uh, right. The other thing was uh, Keith and Gorry getting into the New York Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes, the New York State Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously yeah, well-deserved. Yes. We are so lucky with our announcers because we some are. of them are very, very biased. Yeah. Or, yep. as my husband calls them, absolute homers. And mm-hmm. you can... At least Gary, Keith, and Ron will call them out when they are playing a bit naff. 
Yep, they absolutely will. I think that's a, a New York thing anyway. Uh, uh, we'll love our ball players when they're winning and playing well, but if they screw up, they're going to get absolutely ripped. Yeah. <laughs> and Keith and Gary's mm. no different than that. But they do it with such class as well. Yeah. Plus as well, uh, Keith's got the uh, the panache and the, the credibility and the fact that he's been there, done that. And, and Gary's just utterly charming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say it's just a, they are an amazing combination. It just flows so naturally between uh, the three of them, uh, and it just it's yeah. just an absolute pleasure to watch a game with them. Even when we are playing absolute pony, as we did quite a few times last year, uh, it, they can still and you, you feel for them because they're trying to make the best of a, of a bad game. But you can you, you still they still manage to do it. Yeah, it's actually the the only team, well, obviously because it's my own team, but usually if we're getting beat up or playing pretty bad through the season, I just switch off and just don't watch the team. But with Gary and Keith and Ron there, you, you still want to stay and yeah. listen to the game and watch the yeah, game. because they'll all, always have something to, to offer, a little insight or something. You go, oh, yeah. You know. Yes, or when they go off on random tangents and backstories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very similar to some of our old cricket um commentators over here they sort of uh, aside yeah. takes and, and what have you Someone's <laughs> yes. brought into them. but but how many times yeah. did the cricket presenters break the camera with a pen ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes uh, well i haven't seen biffy do that yet <laughs> there's time <laughs> just shows yeah. the power in those wrists still doesn't it <laughs> Yeah, after all these years. <laughs> we'll not play anything into that. <laughs> uh, moving. Sorry, moving on. Yeah. on. Uh, also, the other news this week, actually, of the, the, the booth was uh, Joyce Leon yeah. will not be back I know. next season. Which I thought was quite surprising. I thought WCBS might have kept them on. Yeah, I, I'd hoped that they would keep the team together, but for whatever reason, they've parted ways, and uh, we shall see. Yeah, I haven't heard any names mentioned yet for a replacement, though. But uh, I'm just glad that Harry's still going to be there. I, I don't think there's any possibility of him getting dumped, but it's just yeah, a relief that big, he's still going to be there. Relief, and that name is still still mentioned and kept because uh, that would really be weird because so many times uh, over here um, we're, we're at work at times with the afternoon games on and, and that's what I tune into and it's again mm-hmm. uh, the best when you we, should be working <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but again the best just the best commentary team uh, going yeah biased I mean like I, like I don't know how many times I mean I, I, like for as long as I can remember, I've had like the, I've had them on in the radio, radio broadcast team on. When you go to bed at night, even just lying there listening to the game, and you fall asleep and wake up halfway through, to uh, to how you get excited about something. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, any thoughts is... on uh, on Josh's replacement? I have no idea. Whether they'll try and stay in house and bring somebody on. You're available, uh, Liz. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. No problem. Yeah, I'll play out there, no problem. They pay the, the, the salary and everything, I'll do it. <laughs> Although I doubt they'll understand the word I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, I've got my earring, it doesn't take long. Do they provide subscription, uh, subtitle yeah. services, Liz? 
they'll, they'll have to. <laughs> it'll be the SAP bottom. <laughs> so it will. Uh, right. Uh, next up was listener questions. Yeah, she had some. And we actually got some this. Yeah. We have like more than one listener now. Sorry, Dean. There, there's more than you now. <laughs> so uh, I'll fire the first one here and then I'll hand it over to you, oh, Tracy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff Enderbury, our Mexican friend or from England, uh, has asked on Facebook, uh, please discuss any thoughts on this possible Syndergaard trade and the impact in the rotation. Uh, well, we sort of did discuss that earlier anyway. Uh, as far as impact in the rotation, it depends on who they get back. Because uh, I've always thought that the Mets rotation, even this season, you could have just dropped them into the postseason and that team could have contended in the postseason, regardless of how the regular season went. But our problem was just getting to the postseason, which was a lineup problem. It was just getting the support for the uh, starting pitchers a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the bullpen was blowing leads and left, right, and centre, especially through the middle part yeah. of the year. Again, the bullpen started quite well, didn't they? And then it just fell apart. It was just such a depressing yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. But it, it sort of ended yeah. in a high, which was, gives us a wee bit of hope going into next year. Maybe false hope, yeah. but who knows? We can only live yeah. for it. Uh, although another name that uh, Jeff actually brought up and noticed on Facebook as well was uh, R.A. Dickey, possibly bringing him back. So we would have the possibility of two Cy Young winners. Love up Ray Dickey. I, I haven't seen anything about Dickey coming back. I, I don't I think it's something about that uh, Jeff just oh, sort of right. plucked up. Uh, but it would be an idea. I mean, you have two Cy Young winners, and let's face it, that knuckleball is yeah. mean. So but, it is. So even in a bull, bullpen role, R.A. Dickey is nasty. Because mm-hmm. the speed differentiation he can get on it is amazing. But you yeah. just have to have the right catcher and, for him because it's such yeah. a specialist catching role that if, mm-hmm. and that the, if he doesn't the, bring his catcher with him, it was stuffed. Yeah. And the, the movement in that thing is just ridiculous. So if, if he can still pitch, I would say it would be okay uh, bring him in even as a, a bullpen Yeah, guy. because the young guys who are pitching, they could learn a new pitch from him. <laughs> I'm not sure you want some more young guys learning the knuckleball. Totally out of the loop on uh, his uh, stats. How, how did he get on last year? Is he still throwing mean I, knuckleballs? And I mean, he he does, he's been going downhill sort of gradually. He, uh, he was uh, he must be going on quite a bit. This is going yeah, to be a Google uh, thing. To Google this. <laughs> how how old? Forty four. Wow. Okay. But the the thing is with the. There's something was he's got something missing in his elbow anyway. That's why he had to convert to this number. Yeah. And he sort of remade his career. He was with the Braves in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, and he says an ERA of four point two six that year. Uh ten wins, ten losses. So it could be but I saw him a few times when he was with the Mets when I went over and he He's just magic watching him. I always remember that last game that he pitched to get his 20th win yeah. just before that, and that's a young season. And basically that season was dead since about May. And that was the only thing anybody could cheer for was R.A. Dickey pitching every fifth day. Bit, bit like this season, really, with yeah. Jacob McGrom. Uh, just, just with less speed. <laughs> well. but, uh, but he was like unhittable yeah. at times. 
and you could it's probably a guy you could get pretty cheap as well. So if he was still wanting to pitch, well, you could bring him back in a mentoring role if not. Mm. Problem is, he, he as I say that knuckleball. You don't want too many young pitchers maybe learning that thing, so because that could throw you their mechanics off for years. Yeah, I'd, well, love to know, they... I'd love to know how many people are knuckleballing in uh, in the throughout the MLB at the moment at the top top level. I think there's pretty much only there's I think there's one other guy, but I can't remember his name mm. at the moment. Uh, but they're very yeah. few and far between. So they are because it's such a specialist pitch that, and I, I, one of those the hitters is unreal as well because hitters got throws going throw the hitters timing off for weeks. <laughs> that can. <laughs> Uh, I'm just there is currently I think one knuckleballer still active maybe two that's what Google tells me anyway (laughs) I wouldn't have thought there's many more than that because it's really such a rare pitch especially nowadays where uh, where speed and 100 million are fastballs are king yeah but if you haven't seen R.A. Dickey pitch please go on YouTube or somewhere like that and watch him pitch because it's an amazing thing to watch mm. yeah uh, especially that bet season, the Cy Young season it was yes. unreal yeah, I've watched so different uh, angles from behind the pitcher and, and behind the catcher with, with him and uh, it's quite weird He was yeah. one of them he was showing and, kids I think how to throw it um, yeah it was, it was amazing <laughs> right, our next question. Uh, Tracy, do you want to hit us with this one? Yes, ben Wright. ben Wright at Wright Ben on Twitter has asked us to describe in detail your immediate emotional response to the idea of seeing Noah Syndergaard in pinstripes next year. Let's... I'm guess I'm guessing <gasps> he doesn't mean Mets pinstripes. <laughs> That's just David dying oh. in the corner. Apologies. That was my immediate reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it, you got it. <laughs> that was for image that we thought you died. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So that's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> My reaction is uh, he'll be dead to me. That's it. End of. Oh. <laughs> I, I won't even watch him pitch unless it's against us in a Subway Series game. Oh. He can go to any team but them. So, David, would you like to vocalise in words <laughs> your response? Okay. Um, it's, well, that was it, basically, for me. If, if I mean, oh, I don't know. It's just I can't even bring the words out. To it, it, I mean, who knows? But anything's possible. Uh, yeah, we could find out uh, next couple of weeks that some some sort of weird deal is on, and he's going to go across town. He's going to be wearing. Pinstripes, and he's going to be a. <clears throat> I don't think it'll happen. Of course, it's not. I don't think it'll happen. It's not. not a chance, unless they're sending back one hell of a, one hell of a mm. uh, return. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, I saw, they, I'm sure that the interest uh, was coming out today that they are not interested now. They won't be um, pursuing him. So I, I think. I they, think they can't have him. They're not allowed. I think, as Joey and friends said, I think that's a moo point <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that trade suggestion at all. No, no, do Ben. So you can take that trade idea, and well, we won't tell you where it's there. <laughs> right. Our next one is from our mate Dean. 
pound. Yeah, it's Dana, our fan, our biggest fan. <laughs> Will there be a UK Mets fancy baseball league if you need someone to finish bottom? He'll be up for it. Well, Dean, I reckon I'll be pushing you as well for that bottom spot. <laughs> I'm, I'm crap at fantasy baseball. I've only ever played it a couple of seasons in the past 10 years, and both times have been a disaster. <laughs> I've never done it. I'll be up to I'll, I'll be up for learning, but I've never done it. So I will be the bottom, <laughs> unless by some amazing <laughs> fluke that I get somewhere near the top. But that's unlikely. Although I think to answer the question, I think we maybe should do a fantasy league just for amongst friends, bit of fun, nothing serious, no serious players. So, um, tell me what it's all about. What is fantasy baseball about? I mean, <laughs> you're a resident expert. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I, I tried fantasy football for a few years and it, it, it just boring. It's basically the same concept, only with a hell of a lot more stats. Oh, well, we count me out. So you, <laughs> and, and you do your draft, uh, you can go in snake order or whatever kind of order you want. Uh, you select your team, select your players, and you can do trades through the season. Obviously, you get points for every time somebody gets a hit or a home run and so on. There's different versions of the leagues and how they accumulate points, which I'm not too sure how half right. of those work. But uh, that's basically the Is it time-consuming? <laughs> not fast, because you can sort of draft your team and then you can leave it. You can sort of dip in and out as much or as little. Yeah, as I think it's one of those things it's, it's, where it's you can do as much or as little as you want to do. Hmm. Because uh, the computer itself will automatically set your lineup if you don't, anyway. So based on what you've been doing or oh, so right. on. Oh, that's... So it could be fun between you know, non-serious players, very non-serious, very, players. very non-serious. See, look, <laughs> I, every year I see um, uh, the Batflips Boys and Baseball Brit and various other uh, organisations like inviting you to join their fantasy baseball league, but I never yeah. do because a I'm not interested, uh, and b I know nothing about it. So. Um, uh, but maybe I'll give it a go if we do it. Yeah, it'd be worth it maybe just for a laugh between us. So yeah, we'll... maybe I'll crack and, uh... a smile while I was doing it. I don't know. And we could update every podcast to <laughs> see how crap we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We could uh, put on the standings. That'd be another wee theme for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd... Is this... Could I get someone to do it for me? No. In my name? No. If there's anyone out there who would like to do it for me, set it up and everything, uh, we, you know... Let this talk. Well, you you could be the GM and you could hire a manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could hire a field manager. Kerry Collins yeah. is available. <laughs> what's up? What's the uh, what's up up to win at the end of the season? And what's the prize? Bragging rights. <laughs> Bragging yeah. rights. Nothing more than nothing more than pride and uh, a large yeah. glass of beer. Well, maybe we could sort out a little <laughs> prize if we we do our own one. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly could. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a, we will put, we will dip maybe into the a budget. baseball from us for well yeah that'll be that'll have people queuing up around the corner to join I'm sure that will um, go down really well <laughs> with absolutely no one except for Dean because Dean loves us yes yeah Dean our biggest fan speaking uh, of Dean our mm-hmm. next question is also from Dean mm-hmm. yay <laughs> What could at British Baseball, at BSUK, at Brit Baseball do to increase interest or participation in baseball in the UK? Well, that's 
funny enough, Brit Baseball actually responded yeah, to I that, did. didn't they? With, uh, let's see. Uh, where I've lost it. Uh, one of the biggest problems we face in the UK is a uh, few people know about know that baseball is played here. Uh, and it's only through sort of advertising on social media and the garner interest of players locally is always the aim for them. So any UK-based clubs and leagues that want to advertise any events and training games and fundraisers, get in touch with them and they'll do their best to set up for you and help get help get the word out. And we're uh, certainly willing to help. Yes. Because we're not just about Mets. As you can tell, we go off on random tangents about baseball in general. So if you do have an event or training or anything that's going on, get in touch and we will tweet about you or Facebook about you. We may even talk about you on our podcast. Yeah, I mean, any clubs out there that want to get their names on with dates or whatever for pre-season training to try and get out there so you can get some new players in, uh, definitely hit us up with it because it's all about growing baseball in the UK and uh, that's what we're here for as well. Yes. So we would definitely be very, very interested in helping. I know uh, the Cardiff team, which just started last season, which uh, Richard Sugarman's involved with, I know I'm going to try and get him on maybe to the podcast uh, after Christmas sometime to sort of talk about the Cardiff team and how they're going and, yeah. and whatever. Uh, that's definitely something we want to look at and definitely supporting British teams and UK baseball in yeah. general. And even here in Northern Ireland, if there's any teams out there that uh, want to get the word out, hit us up. Well, uh, I've got two teams in the nearest town to me in Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield what's their again? names? Uh, Sheffield. That's, the theme. That's the theme for the show. The yeah. Gory Sheffields? <laughs> Sheffield Bruins, I think they are. Yeah. Bruins, right. So... Tracy will be along next yeah. season to play. What position, Tracy, are you going for? Oh, uh, left field. <laughs> Is that your, that's your chosen position. What about you, Les? Where would you go? Uh, probably catcher because I'm short <laughs> and fat. <laughs> what about you, David? Um, uh, <laughs> um, I'd love to think I could be shortstop, but that was probably 30 years ago. I expect not probably <laughs> definitely thirty years ago. Well, that's okay. You slide I, over did, third I did go along to uh, Richmond this year, Richmond Baseball Club, and um, had a little. Uh, I went to a few training sessions. Basically, I never signed up for the roster. Mm-hmm. But I did for the training. Um, so, if there's if there's a club near you and you listen to this, please, please go. It doesn't matter how old you are. God, I'm like ninety seven, and <laughs> and I had baseball years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mets years. <laughs> and I, I had a fantastic, such a good time down there, and I'm sure every club is the same as Richmond. So welcoming, and they'll show you the ropes, and they'll sort you out with equipment, and you know you don't have to have anything to start with. Um, uh, they just want people to come down and try out. Um, now, unfortunately, as I said the other day, in- injury stopped me from going down, but um, uh, you, you, you've got to do it. And an old age, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm so passionate about this for British baseball because I did not realise, I mean, it was a shock finding baseball in America on the television and finding that I actually enjoyed it. Uh, It was another shock to to find that there were so many teams in the UK. I know, obviously, the standard over here is is, is nowhere near America's, but um, it's there. It's there now. There are teams around and it it will get better and it will grow. And with the MLB London series coming next year, my God, you know, who knows? 
Well, I think a lot of the issue with the UK teams is that they're not professional teams. They don't have the money there to invest in players, a lot of them. And because there are just a few weirdos like us, it's not necessarily the interest either. Yeah. That's always the problem, trying to garner interest, especially from people that have never seen baseball before. Uh, but one huge thing that this London series will do, will at least get it into the, the, the major national newspapers. And maybe with that, some of the, the feedback, feed down will, will hit the British leagues and the teams around London and, well, and beyond. Well, I've seen they've got advertising, um, uh, expensive um, video uh, advertising for it dotted up around different places, I don't know, stations, I think I've seen on Twitter. Yeah. Um, at the tail end of this, bang a local team on there. Your local team is. Yeah. Something like that, you know, if they could just do mm. something like that. And there's, and people would go, well, there's a, there's a team in Richmond. I'm at Richmond Station. Yeah. Um, I Sorry, go on. I, no, I had actually this idea. Uh, this would be great if Major League Baseball would do this. And I'm shouting out to you now, Major League Baseball, to do this. Uh, is get representatives, one or two, from every local team they can get their hands on or wants to do it, with banners to actually walk around the outfield and around the warning track in London next year with banners and how to contact oh, the teams. Yeah. Great idea. If uh, you want to give us press passes, we'll be happy to cover it for you. Exactly. We would love to do that. <laughs> uh, and similar to the way that Major League Baseball does with Little League teams in the States. Yes. Where they, where they bring them and, and they go around the field. But this time to try and uh, just make people aware that these yeah. teams exist so that so that when people are coming from all over Europe and all over the UK to watch this London series, that they'll see maybe some guy will see that uh, he comes from Glasgow and he noticed that the Glasgow, uh, whatever team that happens to be from Glasgow yeah. is there. And that's who he gets in contact if he wants to play, even if it's yeah. not himself, maybe his kids, And if whatever. it was on the BBC, you might get a chance of actually seeing that on the yes. television and it yeah. won't be in the ad breaks I think it has to be exactly. on a free to air channel that's got to be really has to otherwise be, yeah. it, what's the point you're not going to get say it goes to Sky or BT or whoever then your audience is limited to those who are subscribers to that and and uh, I'll tend to be only the people that would watch baseball would tune into it then yeah. exactly that's As i think opposed- that's why i'm com- i'm quietly confident it will be with the bbc because that is the only channel that makes sense to get to try and establish the game here with more fans as, as you probably saw in my tweet the other day when i corrected myself not get a foothold because it's already here <laughs> baseball is already here but it's just to attract yep. new new fans to the sport indeed uh and this london series is perfect for that so baseball or Major League Baseball, get these local teams and get them to parade around the, the warning track and show that yeah, who they are. Start a campaign uh, on the... Twitter, barrage MLB with these suggestions because then they might not think of these things themselves. And if they don't hear it, how can they act on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think we'll schools, do that. we need to get into we'll... schools as well. Yes. yes, we need ambassadors before MLB uh, comes to London next year. There's there's months to sort it out. They start dr- drifting ambassadors into schools, like a, like an author yeah. with, with a book tours, and they can break, uh, they can take uh, wiffle bats and balls in and show them how to play the game, mm-hmm. uh, th- th- things like that. Grassroots mm-hmm. primary school, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get 
get guys like Cliff Floyd that were over at the uh, the battlegrounds thing and guys like that there and get them over to do oh, things Oh, get like that. Curtis Granderson over. He's great with kids. Oh, Curtis, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why he's not getting signed next year. <laughs> hey, he's welcome back to the Mets. We'll have him back. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm a big Curtis Granderson fan. He's so lovely. So, baseball, do this, please. Definitely. Let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Uh, so, next question that came from UK Cubs guy, UK Cubs fan, UK Cubs guy at UK yes. Cubs guy on Twitter, uh, and he wants to know: Do we have any preseason predictions? Mm. So, who wants to take that first? Oh, David, <laughs> preseason predictions. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I, I, I learnt my lesson from last year uh, with preseason predictions. Um, so I'm going to take it easy this time. And I'm going to say that on the 28th, 29th, 30th of August next year, we are going to sweep the Cubs. Oh. Um, and what about the season overall? I'm not, I'm not going there. Just the 28th, <laughs> 29th, 30th of August, we will sweep the Cubs at home. Uh, and we will also... Win the pennant next year. Oh, big words. there's a big call, big call. Well, you know you've got to believe, haven't you? And um, yeah, you, absolutely. I've got a sneaky feeling that, that this is from Joe, Joe Francis. Um, uh, might be Michael, uh, but I think Joe's done this because of my prediction last year about David Wright hitting the home run in the World Series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, I will buy Joe and Rene a, a few beers at the next meetup. Uh, well, after. After, after, no, the after, after, the, after the August games. And what about you, Lance? What so do you, you think? Uh, prediction ways, probably a bit early because nobody's really made any moves. Oh, come on. Uh, put your money where your money is. Yeah. But I will say the NL East, I believe, is wide open. I'm not convinced that the Braves will repeat the division, although I would say they're probably favourites right now. Uh, but I would say that depending on what moves teams make, the NL East is wide open. So if somebody gets a Harper, that will tilt it in their favour or in the shadow. Uh, so it's there to win. So I'm going to pick the Mets to win the East. So you heard it here first. Picking the Mets to win the East. But for the World Series as a whole, it's hard to look by them Red Sox or Houston Astros again. Uh, well, have you heard that uh, Josh Donaldson is signing with the Braves? I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that either. So, okay, I rephrase that. The Braves are going to win the East next year, unless they start making moves. It's breaking out on Twitter for the last hour or so, because at the moment, if he does sign, the um, lineup is looking pretty nasty. You've got Acuna, yeah. Albis, Freeman, Donaldson. So, Chris, are we saying that this is the first ever breaking news? No, the other podcast? breaking news is that we've claimed outfielder first baseman Jordan Patterson off waivers from Colorado. So, there you go. That's, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's getting a massive response on Twitter. I've just seen it. It's just popped up. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, I won't go through some of the responses and uh, because yeah, um, I, I can well imagine yeah, yeah, we're trying to keep this one clean. And uh, yeah. bringer of pizza, Brian McCann, is also going back to the Braves. Yeah, I fully expect that, that would happen. So I did. 
Uh, so yeah, it looks like then the Braves are <laughs> looking pretty good at the moment. <laughs> to repeat after all. Well, for me, as long as we have a better season than we did last year, I'll be happy. <laughs> I mean, we started off well, don't get me wrong. Mm. Yeah, it was an awesome start. But then we just best kind of um, gave up a bit. That's what it felt like. I thought it was just a, a situation whereby for some reason, and it was just a freaky situation where basically every bat in the lineup decided to slump at the exact same time. Now, you got away with maybe one or two guys slumping at that time. You might have got a few wins out of that. But when everybody at the same time just hit rock bottom, there's just no way you can recover from that. And that's what it sort of felt like. It was like a freakish period. Like nobody, even the Keith and Gary had said, and Ron had said they'd yeah, never seen anything yeah. like it before. I mean, the pitching was still there. Just nobody could hit for about a week. Or for about a month. It, 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 so it just, so. um, it's like I've tried to shut it out. It's like you black it out and you sort of try and forget about that period. And But yeah, when, when I think back, some of those, those games, wow. It's trying to get, sit through them at night. As we said, you know, 10 past midnight through till three in the morning and it's just awful. Yeah, especially when the game started. We were losing a lot of runs that earlier, Nats remember? Game. Oh my uh, God. I sucked through yeah. the whole of that, and I stuck with it, and I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I mean, especially, especially in the road when we were, uh, or at home when we were going down maybe two or three at the start, and I'm just sort of losing faith from up to the bottom of the first, because mm. I'm thinking, nobody in this team's even hitting, so how are we even going yeah. to get get runs to get back into this felt, game? You just felt uh, it was going to keep getting worse and worse as well, and that's the thing. It was, it yeah. was like, you know, it's like a road crash. You just couldn't take your, take your eyes off it. Yeah, because even DeGrom had a few of them games where he was giving up uh, three runs at the yeah. top of the first, and then that was it because nobody was yeah. getting runs to get him back, even though he gave up no runs after that. you have to have that. those games to appreciate what's going to happen in 2019. Yeah, when we win the pennant, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Uh, so, there we go. That's... No, actually, sorry. Two more questions yet. Wow. Oh. oh, yes. All other shapes on the page. <laughs> oh come on get with the program yeah I know I'm so behind right hit you with this one Tracy then right Richard Sugarman our friend on Facebook has said as it's Christmas themed if Santa could bring you one Mets player who would it be go on Les is this one Mets player into your house I... Is this like one Mets player to live with us or one Mets player to, to, to play for the Mets? Well, <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite worried about this line of question. <laughs> well, if you could have a Mets player come live with you, who would it be? Yeah, let's see. I'm uh, prepared for that one. I would say it probably have to be Noah because I think me and him have a similar style of music. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a metal guy, isn't he? Yeah. Got to be, with that hair. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I reckon me and him could, could sit with a few beers and some Metallica going in the background. Yeah, and, perfect. And Total. if you could have someone as a player... Oh, <laughs> 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 well, just in case he gets traded, uh, Noah Sendegard as well. Then. <laughs> and David, how are you? Uh, well, to come and uh, spend an evening in the house... Um, I'm an evening... <laughs> Just he'd he'd go by midnight. Don't worry, he was not staying the night. Uh, it'd probably be actually Terry Collins, not a player, because I look a little bit uh, like his older brother. So um, maybe um, maybe Terry. We'd have a good night. I'd love to chat to him about 
uh, asses and jackpots and whatever it is. Uh... <laughs> I can already see all the other yeah. Twitter pics going up of uh, you and TC putting on the full on. Yeah, poses. yeah. We both stick our Mets caps on, and the wife wouldn't know who was who. So, actually, <laughs> it's an interesting evening. And um, uh, I said he'd be going before midnight, so that's nothing like that. Um, and. Uh, 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 yeah. David Wright. That's who I want. <laughs> so I can take. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tracy, what about you? Oh, my answer for both would always be David. God, I love me some David. Not, so there you go. Not, D- yeah, David Wright. Not, not David, sorry. Let's <laughs> have a hug, Tracy. <laughs> Anyhow, anywho, <laughs> yes, that's possible. Don't for, help. The, um, uh, for our uh... younger listeners, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, our final question for the mm. podcast at Frosty Potter eighty nine Mariners who? Shopping. Can- Sorry, who? At, at Frosty underscore Potter eighty nine. Frosty Potter. Am I following Frosty Potter? On I need to follow Frosty Potter. Mariners are shopping canoe and have held discussions with the Mets. What do you think of that at UK Mets Online? Oh, well, we sort of, we sort of briefly touched on that earlier. Uh, first, I'd heard of it, but I don't think we want to go that way. I'm in complete agreement with you. Like I said earlier, we've just got rid of Henry Mejia. Do we really want another potential full season ban on our hands? Yeah, and. I think he would be a kind of guy like Reyes who would come into the clubhouse. Uh, maybe not be quite as nice with the younger guys as he could be. Uh, so definitely not. Yeah, he, he, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know him personally or anything, but he comes across a bit bolshy. And I yeah. don't think we need that in the clubhouse. I think we need a bit, bit of nurturing. Yeah, because we're, we're growing as a team and I think we will grow in the next few years, regardless of what direction Brody takes us mm. but I think it has to be around these younger guys as opposed to the older guys yeah absolutely I, I agree and I've just found uh, Frosty I mean, Potter on Twitter and yes I do follow uh, Thomas Fr- I, I I didn't realise it was I do know who it is now but I didn't realise the Frosty Potter bit <laughs> so he already has a follow from you then <laughs> I shall check mine later and if he hasn't he will have soon <laughs> I'm sure we'll have lots after this. Hi, Thomas. <laughs> Please follow Frosty underscore Potter 89. Just for the the, 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 the handle alone. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the... <laughs> Now we're on to my walk-up themes. Last time we had TV shows as our selection material. This time we have Disney songs. So, right. you could have any Disney theme or song from a movie as a walk-up song. What would it be? Lens. Right. Now, I had already selected mine. And then Joe also selected the same one. Great minds think alike. Just go with it. Yeah, so I'll go with it as well. The Imperial March. Uh, from Star Wars, and sets now officially Disney. Oh, I know. 
it's probably cheating a bit, but that's that's I'm a Star Wars guy, always have been since I was a kid. So that's why I got it. Well, that used to be the walk-up music for umpires at uh, City Field a few years ago when they used to go and collect the lineup cards. And it should still be City Field, so get that sorted. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know the, the button man, you can go tell Mr. Button yeah. Man. Go tell Colin. Yeah. Yeah, Colin, uh, go see the uh, the DGA guy and get that sorted. Let's get uh, the Imperial March back on for us, please. <laughs> so, David, what's your choice? Uh, well, I've got my choice here, but since uh, I just wish that Disney um, made Star Trek films because I'd have the Star Trek theme, Les. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, are but... we going to get into the whole Star Wars versus Star Trek? Exactly, yeah. Well, I love both, so I can't did, argue against Star Trek. Did you see Trek, that? Mm-hmm, I love both. Was, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was not <laughs> impressed. <laughs> tension. First that bit of tension. <laughs> anyway, um, I. I love my Trek. I love Trek. <laughs> I've gone with. Um, uh, what did I go with? Oh yeah, uh, the old bamboo uh, from uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Um, because um, what's, best what's, what's not to love? You've got the best Cockney accent in the history of uh, film, and, <laughs> and you've got sticks. Uh, well, they might be bamboo, but at least they're sticks. So uh, I went with that one, the old bamboo. Okay, <laughs> mine is a bit random. Poor unfortunate souls from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I don't even know what half this music sounds like. I'm on the internet now. <laughs> Poor unfortunate souls. I've never souls. even seen half these movies. Poor unfortunate souls from The Little Mermaid. My God. Uh, is it, it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds like it's quite a sad song. Well, it's probably appropriate to Mets fans, really. Oh, I see. We we're basing, the, we're basing this on time. last season, are we? <laughs> last season, most seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually got some responses from this on Facebook and Twitter. Actually, quite a lot. Yes. I was so surprised about. Yes, uh, from our mate Jeff. We got Sir, his son says "Circle of Life" from The Lion King. He says that's somewhat ominous. But f- uh, yeah, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can actually picture Jeff because he. I seen a picture of his son on Facebook. There, I can actually pictured him walking up to home plate and just lifting his son. Up above his arms, up above his head. Uh, but for him, it's, it's, uh, it's I want to be like you from Jungle Book. Ryan Dawson, also on Facebook, says, Bear necessities any day. Jungle Book has always been my favourite. I'm yeah. pretty sure Baloo is my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, Richard Sugarman agrees with Bear necessities. At NY Yankees UK says you're welcome from Moana, and the last mm-hmm. one was was our Joe, but you stopped it. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Joe. Sorry, that's my bad. My bad. <laughs> but you can we can all go to that one. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe's not here for her stat, so we have a fact instead. Would you like to share the fact, Les? Yes. Uh, now, Joe's fact... Now, I had heard of this years ago, but I'd completely forgotten until Joe brought it up again today. And that's not essentially a Mets fact, but a baseball in general fact. And that's that to cool down during baseball games in the 1920s and 30s, I'd assume, uh, Babe Ruth used to put a 
let a slice under his cap and would turn it over every turn, two innings or so, to keep cool during baseball games. Now, remember, this is a time in baseball when they wore big flannel uniforms, uh, wolf made of wool, and they were heavy, and the caps weren't much better at the time. Uh, so, yeah, let's all try next summer when we're absolutely begging to death, putting a piece of lettuce under our caps and see if it cools us down. Is this a fact or a myth? I think it's a fact. Apparently, I think it's a like fact. Tear the head of lettuce and put it on ice cubes and then change it every every few innings, and that's how we kept cool. And and, and looking at Beer Bruce, you know he's not a, a, a salad guy, so I'm guessing that that's the only reason they used lettuce <laughs> to cool himself down. <laughs> well, I'd heard that before, but I thought it was just one of those little myths. So. Um... Apparently, if it's a fact, um... Joe says it's a fact. Yeah, as far as I know, that's a fact. And I, I don't think uh, the Beard was the only player either. I think a few of them might have done it back in the yeah. day. Right. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to be getting hot and su- hotter summers over here. So British baseball. Yep. Uh, cut costs down. <laughs> Let us leaves is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's brings us to the very end of our podcast. Yes. Hmm. With Let Us Leave. <laughs> what better way to end it? Yeah. Did you just say Let Us Leave? <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. That that's works fantastic. <laughs> that's podcast yeah. gold. Yeah. How cool am I? I didn't even know I did it. <laughs> uh, so, with that, people, yeah. thank you for listening to us this past year. Or past, sorry, past year, past few weeks, and thank you for following us this past year and getting UK Mets off the ground. This is probably our last podcast before Christmas and the new year. Although we may have a, if anything big happens, we may jump in with a quick 15, 20 minute to talk about that if we can get everybody together. But this is essentially and it we've got for some this giveaways year. lined up, Liz. Yes, yeah. sorry, yeah, we giveaways. Let's get into those. Uh, I have a small New York Mets pin cap or cap pin. <laughs> Uh, to give away, so if you retweet, <laughs> if you retweet the podcast once it's up and the links up, uh, we will give it to one lucky retweeter. Uh, and we've also got a UK Mets across the pod T-shirt, Woo-hoo! exclusive to, merchandise. It's yeah, very exclusive to give away to one lucky winner. If you like and subscribe and leave us a review of the podcast on iTunes or any other pod, any other- wherever you get your yeah. pods. But if you want to just give us a like, a review, subscribe anyway, yep. you're more than welcome to. Yep, and you could maybe win a t-shirt. Well, What's better than that before Christmas? I think I'll do that myself. Well, <laughs> I think we might have to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to now. We still have one review, which is good. We've got five-star ratings so Les, far. We've had 100 reviews. Sorry, yes, we've had 100 <laughs> reviews. And if you down keep getting that number wrong <laughs> you just missed out the zeros didn't you yeah, yeah that was it uh, we do want... it's been a long day <laughs> we do want you to get your thinking caps on for next time so put your Mets cap on get thinking uh, you can even leave us a voice message if you download the Anchor app or visit the website you can leave us a voice message how about that and you can be in the next podcast, yeah, you two could be you, you two could uh, day a death like us. <laughs> we do it in style, 
Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a word for it, I suppose. Shh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tracy, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and so on? Uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, which is where I am most of the time, you can find me at Witchit80, W-I-T-C-H-I-T-8-E. And David, uh, what are you? Just on Twitter, um, at Malted Met, capital M, capital M. And for myself, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Les underscore Mets, that's L-E-Z underscore M-E-T-S. And on Facebook, or sorry, on yeah, well, you'll find us all on the Facebook page apart from David, I think. Is that yeah, right? I'm not on Facebook, so I, I don't see yeah. any of the uh, interactions on Facebook, unfortunately. You don't know and what you're missing you out on. No, I think I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, and you'll get us all on Twitter anyway, under UK Mets online Twitter feed. And don't forget, we also have a website. Yes, at www.ukmets.online. And the link for this podcast will be up there as well. So feel free to share that as much as you'd like. And any, actually, a shout out to any Mets fans out there that want to share their experiences, pictures, and snaps with us of yourselves at yeah. City Field or any other ballpark, uh, please get in touch with us because we love sharing that kind of stuff. It sort of brings the whole community together and to be able to share in each other's trips because we get there so rare ourselves uh, once a season if we're lucky. So let's just all share it together and create this community that we have done and get it bigger and bigger and as this is likely to be our last one before Christmas unless anything majorly exciting happens uh, I'd like to wish you all Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate or don't celebrate yeah Happy Christmas everyone and we will see you in the new year well it's it's still November but yeah uh, uh, Merry Christmas everybody (laughs) we're almost there so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the flip side yeah let's go Mets let's go Mets bye